pupils right now you're listening to the artistic eye podcast i'm your host dorian with three eyes aka d-o-r-i-i-i-o-n you can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that first and foremost i'm going to take the time to tell you that i'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast whether it's two seconds 20 seconds or this entire fucking episode i want to let you know that i appreciate you for even lending me your ear so thank you Alright, so today is the day following the big crash of Instagram. And I only call it that because everyone wanted to fucking talk about it. Like, first of all, it wasn't that huge of a crash. I've experienced worse shit with technology. Like, for my people who, my gamers. Y'all remember when uh, fucking PlayStation was hacked for like a whole couple months? In like 2012 or whenever that was, 2000. Between 2010 and 2012 or whatever. Yeah, that was some shit. People was losing money. People was losing their credit card information and shit like that. That was some real shit. But now we got the big crash of Instagram, which, first of all, ain't even the first crash of Instagram. But y'all act like it's the first time Instagram crashed the way y'all was acting yesterday. People, and I get it. I get it. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. I can I can sit here and laugh at the memes too. But it's the fact that the memes were created in the first place. It's why the memes were created in the first place that is such a problem. Memes that I'm seeing people of people like sitting on their bed crying and shit with the caption of me when Instagram was down and stuff like that. Like you really you really telling me you depressed? Because your social media platform was down for a day, you didn't know what to do with yourself, huh? But this ain't no diss or whatever, like, to each his own. How you enjoy yourself is how you enjoy yourself. How you spend your time is how you spend your time. I'm not going to tell you how to do so. But I will tell you that time is very fucking important. Time is one of your most important manifestation tools. As a matter of fact, I literally just talked about time. (laughs) So you can literally just go to the episode that's right before this one. If you want to hear me give my thoughts on that, my brief thoughts, that is. Because I always can go deeper. But yeah, I'm not going to tell you how to invest your time. It's yours. You do what you want. Do without wilt. But I just find it funny how so many people were wasting their time complaining on on platforms about how other platforms aren't even up, how they aren't working. When you could just be fucking using that platform to do something else. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, whatever. That was all yesterday. That was the big crash of Instagram. Everyone fucking freaking out because Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp were down. And then today, the following day, 24 hours later, we got some news about a Facebook whistleblower. That's what they called her. Frances Hogan. 
is her real name. Or so she says. But Francis Hogan. Francis Hogan is a former Facebook employee who recently came out to tell the public in... I don't even know what type of setting it was. Some type of courtroom setting or something. Where she was basically telling the world how Facebook isn't doing their job when it comes to monitoring its platform. Now, I got a lot of thoughts about this. Uh, first and foremost, I'm not going to say that it's wrong to monitor a platform, especially if it's your platform. Like, if I created something, I should have every right and authority to monitor my shit to make sure that it doesn't go in the wrong direction. You know, so I'll say I'll start off with that. I do believe Facebook should have people in place to monitor the things that are occurring on their platform. Just to, you know, keep the weeds low. Now that that being said, what are we monitoring? Monitoring, like what are we trying to see? What are we trying to observe? And that's for anyone, whether it be Francis Hogan, the people who currently still work at Facebook, people who want more, monitorization if that's even a word on Facebook what the fuck are we monitoring what do you want like when I was looking at that article and I didn't even read that whole article I couldn't even sit here and read the article because of the shit they was talking about but when I was reading that article about Francis Hogan aka the Facebook whistleblower it started to make me feel weird and it started to I started to realize that we aren't addressing the real problems you know what I'm saying? All we doing is asking for more band-aids on a wound instead of asking to fucking heal the wound itself. Now you can sit here and argue all day about band-aids that help you heal the wound, but at some point in time, you you know that band-aid is gonna fucking fall off, right? So clearly, that ain't all you need to heal some shit. Scabs, scabs are natural band-aids. Scabs fall off. You understand? So you can't just fucking band-aid shit all the time and think you're going to fix something. You can't just fucking put stuff on top of shit and think that that's actually going to change things. You have to actually go to the root problem and start there. But boom, back to the original point. The Facebook whistleblower, Francis Hogan, comes out to tell the world how Facebook and Instagram aren't playing their part, aren't doing their jobs when it comes to monitoring their platforms. More specifically, she goes on to say that they aren't actually doing things to help stop cyberbullying. They aren't actually doing things to help stop people from spewing hate comments and things like that. They aren't actually doing anything. That's basically what she's saying, basically. Now, like I said, from the rip, understand the importance of having regulation and monitors in place but if we're talking about these platforms not doing their jobs in terms of protecting the mentalities of its users well my, my problem with that is that's not Instagram's jobs to begin with that's your fucking job that's your responsibility period 
Don't sit here and, and say that because you got on this platform and you seen a whole bunch of shit that made you feel insecure that that's the platform's problem. That's the platform's fault. No, that's your fault for looking at it that way. That's your fault for having that insecurity in the first place. And I know that no one wishes for insecurities. I know that technically it's not your fault for having your insecurities. But neither is it the platforms either. And if we want to point fingers at anything, it's more your fault than it is the platforms. <laughs> Regardless of how much they show you your insecurities, nah, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't, like, it doesn't fucking matter. It's your fucking mind. You control how you feel about things. You control how you react and respond to things. It's up to you. People are so willing to give away their power and authority over themselves in any way, shape, and form. Always willing to give away your power and control, whether it be in the form of mandating shit. So you have to give up your power and control and authority over your own health. And other people are, have more authority over your health than you. Or maybe it's just the fucking the school systems, the way you think. You can't even you can't even think properly without being institutionalized. Without being fucking put in this system that puts you in a box and says this is what you should do. This is what you need to do, and this is the only way to do it. So willing to give away our power of control, even in the form of just our opinions. That's why I always say value your perspective at the end of every episode. We, we always give away our opinions. Not even our opinions. We all giving away our opinions. I'm giving away my opinion right now. But we give away our power to our opinions, our right to our opinions. We give away the right to feel the fuck the way we feel just to make other people feel more comfortable. Being too damn sacrificial, self-sacrificial. Sacrificing how you feel just for the sake of others. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's cool. But you're not supposed to live your whole fucking life like that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been born with emotions in the first place. If you were just supposed to sacrifice them all the fucking time. It may seem like I'm all over the place. But this, this this, this deals with what I'm talking about right now. Like, fucking these social media platforms and shit. Why are we so willing to make them the problem? Point our fingers at them, saying that they're the reason for our insecurities. No, motherfucker, it's you. It's your parents. It's your lifestyle. It's, it's your environment, where you're at right now, where you grew up in. It's all of that shit. Not Instagram, but to a certain degree, yeah, I'll play devil's advocate. To a certain degree, yeah, Instagram does play a role. Just like everything else that I just mentioned. Your parents. Your environment. Whether it be the environment that you currently reside in. Or whether it be the environment that you grew up in. All of these things are what we call influences on your individuality. All of these things are influences on your individuality. For example, your parents influence your individuality in some way, shape, or form. For example, me, my favorite color is green. One of my favorite colors is green. My favorite three colors are the primary colors. RBG, red, red, green, and blue, or whatever, right? But look, 
when I was still trying to determine what my favorite color was, you know how I determined what that was? By asking my mom what her favorite color was. Her favorite color was green. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that is a good color. And then it became my favorite color. You see what I'm saying? That's just one example. That could be with anything. But your parents influence your individuality, your sense of self. Your environment influences your sense of self. Because you only call yourself the race you call yourself or whatever, the nationality, the ethnicity, because of where you're at, your environment. Where you grew up, the people that's around you. All that shit influences you. It, it builds into your character, into who you are. So yes, but listen here. They influence you. They don't create you. And they don't, they don't destroy you either. They don't make or break you. They influence you. And because they're seen as just influences, they don't have as much power and control. Things that are influential have the, the ability to be uninfluential. You get what I'm saying? Your environment, it influences the way you think. It doesn't necessarily create the way you think. Because, again, for example, with me, my environment, people all around me in my environment want to do one of two things, play sports or sell drugs. No shade to them. It just is what it is. That's just the reality of my situation. That's just the reality of my environment. Play sports or sell drugs. That's the way to make it out, according to so many of us, right? That didn't create my mentality, though. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here doing fucking thousands of artworks and shit, doing hundreds of episodes for podcasts and shit. I want to create some shit, not play sports. I don't give a fuck about sports. I don't want to sell drugs. I'm not interested in going to jail and shit or or fucking people's lives up. Even though that wouldn't be my fault. That's their fault for buying the drugs. But you get what I'm saying? That wasn't me. So even though that was the environment, it still didn't make me. It's not me. It's not who I am. You get what I'm saying? But it's influences though. There's influences and shit because my my environment influenced me to learn about certain things. It influenced me to take certain paths. You understand? That's where everything, environments, parents, the shit that you watch on Netflix and Hulu, the music you listen to, all of this shit is influential. That's why we call the people who make these things influencers. All right? But back to social media, good segue to influencers and shit. They don't make your mentality. They might influence it, but you got to be conscious enough to know that. You got to be conscious enough to know what the fuck is going on. And if you aren't, if you aren't aware of what's going on, the chances are you shouldn't be using these platforms in the first place. Which brings me back to the second point. Motherfucking parents. Parents. Parents are the ones who should be parenting their children. You understand? It's in the name. Parents are the ones with the responsibility of their child. Not the platforms. So it is up to the parents to instill into their children a good sense of self. 
a good sense of confidence, a good sense of not giving a fuck about other people judging you just because they don't like the way you look or because your nose is too big or whatever the fuck your insecurity is when you get on these platforms. If your parents wasn't instilling that seed into your brain, that's their fault, not Instagram. Like, I don't understand why people are not understanding this. It's your duty and obligation to protect and and build and protect your child's mentality. Not the social media platforms that they use. Shit is crazy. Fucking. And then you know all of the politicians are going to ride the wave and jump jump on board as soon as they hear about fucking whistleblower Francis Hogan because you know they can't wait to censor your ass which is why I'm so passionate about this they can't fucking wait to censor your ass they can't wait like what are we doing when we talk about monitoring bullying and shit like what the fuck are we talking about Talking about monitoring shit. At the end of the day, all that comes down to is trying to figure out what someone said. If someone said something wrong, then trying to make them not say it or attract it and delete what they said or whatever. So basically what you're saying is if I say some shit that you don't like or some shit that you disagree with, now you're going to find a way to shut me up. That sounds like censorship to me. That sounds like the wrong turn to go down. The wrong, the wrong fucking road to go down. Every time we got people trying to censor another group of people, you know what ends up happening? That group of people that's been censored ends up becoming real fucking rebellious. And I don't need to tell you what happens after that. I'm trying to stop that from happening. I can't do it all alone, though. That's why I'm, that's why I'm doing this shit. Everybody, the shit that I'm kicking, if you understand what I'm kicking, you need to get on here and kick it with me. And you ain't even got to kick it with me. You can have your own shit. But we need to spread the truth, spread the awareness of the shit that's going on. A.K.A. motherfuckers trying to take away your power and control of self. And one of the easiest, one of the most primal forms of doing that is through censorship. Putting a fucking duct tape over your mouth so that you can't say the things that you need to say. Putting a fucking mask over your mouth so that you can't express the emotions that you want to express. You understand? This shit going crazy. It's going beyond just the digital realm. Beyond just social media. But we got to start there because that's where they starting. That's where they. That's where the war is being started. I know it sounds like I'm talking crazy, but I'm dead fucking serious. Dead fucking serious. You talking about monitoring shit for more bullies. What is that going to do at the end of the day? Bullies have been around since... Humans have existed, you dumb motherfuckers. You think you're going to stop that? No. You need to understand how to fucking fight the bully. And I, and I, I don't even mean physically, but mentally, verbally, through spirituality, understanding yourself. Understand that this motherfucking bully's opinions, thoughts, and all the shit that they cast at you don't got no fucking power over you unless you give it so. And because y'all want to continue giving it so, that's what it is. The fuck? To my 
some senator got the audacity to say on Twitter about all of this stuff. Kids who are bullied on Instagram, or, or, or let, let me let me stop right there. This senator is first quoting uh, Francis Hogan, the whistleblower. All right, and then it goes on to say, all right, so boom, quote: Kids are bullied on Instagram. The bullying follows them home. The last thing they see before they go to bed at night is someone being cruel to them. End quote. So that was the words from. Facebook whistleblower Francis Hogan. So, you know, she really in this fight about anti-bullying and shit like that, right? But then, like I said, the senators can't wait. The politicians and all that shit can't wait to jump on board. Fucking Senator Jerry Moran gonna go on there and say, hashtag big tech poses a big threat to children and teenagers. We need transparency. That's what I'm talking about. What are we talking about? Big tech poses a big threat to who? Who? Big tech is not a thing. Big tech is not a living entity. You know what big tech is? Big tech is empty. Let me repeat. Big tech is empty. Meaning that there is nothing there unless we put it there. Ain't nothing big tech is doing that we haven't allowed it to do. Big tech isn't fucking calling you out and calling you fat big tech isn't saying that you need to feel ashamed because you aren't like this person big tech isn't saying that you're a broke you're a broke boy and you need more money because you see more people that's not big tech dummies that's the motherfuckers on big tech that's the people you need to understand your relationship with people it's not the things between them like what the fuck Big tech poses a big threat. No. Bigots pose a big threat. Dummy. It doesn't matter what you do. Bigots on social media and bigots in real life are all going to have the same fucking, same fucking effect on you. Same one. And you can't get rid of them. (laughs) Like, I understand. You can go to any religion you want to. Christianity. Fucking Islam. You can go go to the past, go to Greek. All of that shit has a sense of bigotry in there. Has a sense of a motherfucker trying to pull you down because of their own insecurities and shit. There's always been a character who does not give a fuck about you because they too in the too much sunken in a dark place. You get what I'm saying? There's always been a bully. So if you sitting here trying to point your fingers at the book, at the platform at the social media at whatever it is that has the bully in it you're wrong it's the bully itself not the thing that has the bully not the thing that that you can see the bully in you get what i'm saying talking about we need transparency what does that mean what does that mean that means they're gonna be going more into your shit Monitoring more is what that means More transparency That means they want to fucking see who the fuck you are If you out here talking some crazy shit online So that they can find better, Newer and better ways to fucking Do something to you Censorship Privacy concerns You understand where this is going They don't give a fuck about bullying They don't give a fuck about bullying Shit half of their asses Half of their asses Was the fucking bully in school 
They know just like I know. It's your goddamn responsibility and duty to take care of your child's mentality. Not theirs. They know that. But see, they can't wait to use that as a narrative to start fucking spreading privacy concerns or or censorship concerns and shit like that. They can't wait. And the more y'all believe in that bullshit that they doing it for fucking for fucking bullying watch they're gonna end up take more and more taking away your fucking authority to say what the fuck you want to say in the first place watch don't let that happen value your perspective 